Welcome to Good Enough with the Trauma Therapist, a podcast dedicated to empowering you to take control of your life, learning valuable strategies for healing and looking at mental health through a trauma-informed lens. Get ready to feel empowered and confident in managing your symptoms. And now, here is your host, licensed clinical social worker, EMDR therapist, and certified clinical trauma professional, Jamie Vollmuller. Welcome to Good Enough. I am your host, Jamie Vollmuller from Long Island EMDR. And today we are going to continue our discussion from last week, guys. So last week, if you weren't tuned in, we were talking about self-care and relationships and the importance of boundary setting, right? So I gave you guys some questions and same goes for this one, guys. If you want to grab a pen, write things down. Also going to let our listeners know, understanding the importance of communicating needs in relationships. So the first question I have for you guys is, do I often suppress my feelings and needs for the sake of maintaining harmony in my relationships? So for most of us people pleasers, this is what we do, right? Because we're people pleasers. We don't want to upset anyone. We're likely people pleasers because we've conditioned or been conditioned to feel like if we ask for help or we say what we need, that we're being selfish or other people are going to be disappointed or upset with us in some way, right? So do I suppress my feelings and needs for the sake of maintaining harmony in my relationships? (laughs) follow-up to that would be, is that working? Number two, have there been instances where I have been resentful because my partner or important people in my life did not meet the needs that I never voiced? And this is a big one because a lot of us who are not so great at telling people what we need We get into that feeling where it's like our partner or the people who matter in our lives should just know. They should know us well enough to know what we need and know that we're struggling and know that we need their support, right? And just know that (laughs) – because I think that's because as people pleasers, right, a lot of us are very good at figuring out what other people's needs are without them asking because that's how we became people pleasers, right? We learned that – If we take care of everyone else and we uh, cater to everyone around us, then we get praise and we feel supported and we feel loved. So we have a really hard time understanding like, oh, well, if people love me, they should be doing the same things. Well, not everyone was raised to believe that their feelings and needs don't matter. They might be a little healthier than we are. So they might not be constantly scanning to see what the people around them need or want, right? That doesn't mean they don't care. It's just not a skill set that they have. Number three, can I identify any reoccurring problems that stem from unexpressed needs in my relationships? The answer to this is probably a yes, guys. Often it it comes up in feeling taken advantage of. And then when we feel taken advantage of, like it's the straw that broke the camel's back and we lose it. And... (laughs) Then everyone looks at us like, I don't understand why you're losing it. I didn't even know this was a problem, right? Because we didn't voice what our needs were. 
but reoccurring issues that can occur is like feeling like you're taken advantage of or are used and abused. Um, that's, that's a big one for us people pleasers out here. We feel like everyone in the world is just out to get us because we constantly feel like we're being used or taken advantage of because we're not expressing to the people who actually do care about us and really want to help us what they can do to do so. Okay. Number four. How comfortable do I feel communicating my needs to my partner? And what is stopping me from doing so? And this can go back to, you know, uh, question one. (laughs) Is it because you're trying to maintain that harmony? Are you worried they're going to be mad at you? Are you worried that uh, it hasn't gone well in the past? Or that, you know, maybe your partner has of their own mental health difficulties and you don't want to set them off? But then again, we're, we're now just perpetuating this cycle, right, of walking on eggshells, feeling unseen and unheard, and that doesn't make for us feeling really good about ourselves or our lives, right? Number five, have I tried to use indirect hints or passive-aggressive behaviors to get my needs met? Oh, oh, that one hits hard. <laughs> passive-aggressive behaviors or indirect hints. So I I find New Yorkers, we tend to be a little more direct. I also run a company in Missouri, and there we call it their Missouri nice. So that's usually what I have to pick up on with a lot of my employees there is the indirect hints that things aren't going the right way, because they really do struggle with just bluntly saying what they need or what the concerns are. Number six, am I confident? about the difference between a need and a want in a relationship. So going over needs and wants, right? A need is something that is is basic, life survival. So I need to sleep for my own basic functioning. I need to feel loved. I need to feel, I need, I need my basic needs met. I need to know that I'm going to have a roof over my head, my my financially I'm secure, emotionally I'm secure, and you know, like physically, I am safe and secure, right? That's a need. In in every relationship, you need to feel safe, secure, loved. A want could be like, I want my other partner to do do th- like to change themselves, maybe would be a, a one a want. You want them to change. We don't need other people to change for us to feel better about ourselves, right? A big thing that comes into play with a lot of the people I work with is most of us people pleasers, right, are that way because, again, we've been conditioned to be this way. It's our curriculum to make us feel like if we're just the good one, if we just take care of everyone else, then, you know, then we'll be loved, then we'll be appreciated, but that that doesn't often wind up happening because other people aren't mind readers. And if you're never expressing what you need, and honestly, if you're a really good people pleaser, right? Most of us are really good at like even masking the fact that we don't want to do certain things, that we'll say yes to doing things that we don't necessarily want to do because we genuinely do want to make other people happy. And I think that most relationships start out this way, guys. Like we get in that relationship. We really like the person. We truly don't mind helping people. It's just that eventually we hit our precipice of they keep asking us to do more and more and more. 
and we don't feel like we're getting that same reciprocity in that relationship. We don't feel like we're getting the same amount of support from that other person or yeah, just support from that other person. And then we start to feel resentful or maybe you're doing that like indirect hint thing or the passive aggressive thing where you're like, hey, like it would be really nice if... But instead, instead, like, if I could get a shower every once in a while, like making passive aggressive comments, I have so many clients who be like, oh, my spouse said something else like that today. And it's like, all right, well, the deeper meaning to that is probably that they're feeling that they don't have enough time to their self-care, right? But when we are passive aggressive or giving indirect hints to people like that, it generally makes them feel like we're coming at them, right? Or we're being nasty to them and they don't necessarily know why. And again, guys, they don't know why because you didn't tell them what you needed. So we do have to take ownership of that. And as a fellow people pleaser who has struggled through this for most of my life and continue to struggle with it today, like there are plenty of times in my life that I know I need to set boundaries or I know I'm overextending myself. But because I genuinely do want to help, I will continue to put myself in bad situations. Work in progress, working on it, guys, not making excuses for myself. But it does get easier when you start to recognize those patterns within yourself. You've been listening to Good Enough. Thank you for listening to Good Enough with a Trauma Therapist. This is your host, Jamie Vomeler. If you live in the states of New York or Missouri, we'd love to work with you. New Yorkers, give us a call at Long Island EMDR at 631-503-1539 or visit our website at liemdr.com. And for those of you living in Missouri, please call Brave Counseling and Psychiatry at 573-825-6441. Visit brave-mo.com. Welcome back to Good Enough, guys. I am your host, Jamie Vomeler. Today, we've been talking about uh, setting boundaries in our relationship and understanding what, what happens when we don't do this, right? And a lot of the people that I've worked with, my clients, and even friends and family, because guys, I come from a long line of people pleasers. You know, like again, this is taught to us. And it's not just talk to, taught to us on what people say, but also by what people do. So my mother's mother was a people pleaser and my mother was a people pleaser. So even just looking at our parents' behavior, we are learning from their actions that the way to get people to love you or to get respect or the right way to behave is to maybe be self-sacrificing. And it's it's normal to run around like a chicken with your head cut off, right? Like, because that's what we grew up with. So really, really important to recognize how this might lead to us having relationships that feel unfulfilling or feel unpleasant or like we're unimportant in those relationships or we're constantly used and abused. And that's really, really important to to recognize our role in putting ourselves in those kinds of situations. Okay. So some of the questions we can ask ourselves to help us, you know, figure out like, am I doing everything that I can to set appropriate boundaries? And am I doing everything that I can to understand my role, right? So the first question again, get a pen if you don't have it, guys. Have I clearly set boundaries in my relationships or do I allow the lines to be blurred? So a lot of my clients will also say to me like, well, I set a boundary and they didn't follow it. 
So now, just like with kids, guys, if you set a rule and then the kids violate that rule, if there's no consequence, they're never going to respect that rule. And it's the same thing with the boundaries in our life. And our consequences don't have to be significant, but a consequence could be as simple as, you know, I told my husband that I'm really struggling with ABC and I need him to do D. And he did it. And instead of just me ignoring that and pretending like it doesn't matter and I should just get over it, which is what we tend to do as people pleasers, right? Is having that conversation about, hey, I told you what my needs were. I asked you to do something and you didn't do it. Can we discuss that? Right? Because that, that holding someone accountable is required when they do not adhere to our boundaries. Because otherwise, your boundaries are just going to be repeatedly violated. And setting boundaries and holding boundaries, like if we set a boundary, we need to be ready to hold it. We need to be ready to have a conversation with that person if it doesn't go the way that we lined it out. Because otherwise, you know, it could be that that person maybe didn't understand that boundary clearly, or they didn't understand the expectations or how that's really affecting you. And you having that conversation and holding them accountable can really help clear up any issues and and lead to less resentment on both sides, right? It really does improve your relationships when you learn to talk about what is bothering you and what you need. Number two, how do I respond when my boundaries are disrespected, right? And that's kind of what I was saying before. Do you pipe down and just pretend that nothing happened? Do you explode like a psychopath and scream at everyone and then no one's listening to you anyway because they feel like your response is astronomically disproportionate to the situation? And that's something me and my clients talk a lot about too is because some of them will say like, well, I, I tried to set a boundary and then they don't respect it. And then, you know, I oh, I did talk to them about it. Believe me, they know I'm upset. Well, if, if you're saying it like that, I'm, I'm assuming you probably lost your S-H-I-T and that's not great, right? So... No one's going to be listening to you if you're in an elevated voice talking to them. But if you're in a regulated body and saying, hey, this really hurt my feelings or, hey, did you not understand what I meant before? I really needed you to do this. Um, that conversation is going to go a lot differently. And sometimes we need to take a day if someone violates our boundaries and re-regulate ourselves uh, before we can have that conversation. But it is important to have that conversation. Number three. Have I experienced feeling overwhelmed, disrespected, or taken advantage of due to lack of boundaries? And if, you know, you might not have realized in the past that it's a a lack of boundaries, but if you chronically feel overwhelmed, disrespected, or taken advantage of, you might want to start looking at your boundaries. Because a lot of the times when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's because we're taking on more than we can handle. And that does come into boundary setting because we're saying yes to too many things and we need to learn to say no, right? Number four, what aspects of my personal or emotional space have I compromised in the name of my relationship? This one's pretty major. And I think this is sometimes why, especially like hardcore people pleasers, will just sever a relationship. Like they never have that conversation about how their vi- their boundary was violated because they feel like I have been acting so out of my own character and I have been doing everything for this person and they just continually violate me and take advantage of me. And that's that's a valid feeling. But if you're trying to change yourself to please someone else, that that's really not on that other person, love. That's, that's on you. And we're never going to get anyone 
to love us, like authentic us, by pretending to be a different human or by living by values that our moral compass does not agree with, right? Number five, how often do I say yes when I generally want to say no? (laughs) What I said before. Bigger question, why do I do this? That's one you might need to journal on. Like, why do I do this? Is this because of my childhood? Is this because I'm uh, afraid that others are going to abandon me or I'm going to lose people? Like, what's coming up for me? Is it because I I don't have the skill set to be assertive, right? Like, it's important to look at that so you can actually begin to work on it. And number six, do I believe my boundaries matter and deserve respect? Let that one sink in. Do I believe my boundaries matter and deserve respect? And for many of us walking around who feel the need to take care of everyone else in the world and neglect ourselves, it's because deep down, we don't feel our boundaries matter or deserve respect. And I say this as a person who for most of my life really felt that way. Like my needs are invalid. My feelings and needs don't matter. And I just need to be a big girl, put my big girl panties on and suck it up because this is the way the world is. And it's, it is and it's not, right? It, it is the way some of the world operates, but we as adults get to choose who we have in our lives and whether or not we continue to surround ourselves with people or careers or jobs or whatever it is that continue to violate our boundaries and make us feel less than. Okay. Last question, guys. Am I aware that having firm boundaries can lead to healthy and longer-lasting relationships? Again, let that one sink in. I think most of us who struggle with boundaries have been conditioned to believe that our lack of boundaries is what keeps people close to us. But our lack of boundaries keeps people who are maybe toxic close to us or keeps people close to us until we feel that we've taken on too much and we feel like we have to walk away. And a lot of the times, and what I've learned in my life in setting boundaries with people who were not happy about it, again, when you try to set boundaries with other people and you haven't set boundaries or they're your parents and they never had to set boundaries, you'll get a lot of like, well, you know, I did this for my mother or I did this for my grandmother or I did this for all these other people and this is just the way the world is and you're being selfish. You know, you will get pushback on that. And I did. I got a lot of pushback on that. But when I was able to stay in a regulated body and say to my family members and my friends, like, hey, this is making me feel this way and I don't want to feel angry at you or upset with you. I want us to have a good relationship and we can't have a good relationship if both of our needs aren't being met. Most of the people who love us and care about us are going to be able to concede to that fact, right? Like anyone who loves you doesn't want you to feel disrespected or unloved or unimportant, right? So it's important to set your boundaries, to stand your ground, to tell the people in your life what you need. And when you do, your relationships will improve. You've been listening to Good Enough with Jamie Vollmer. You can find us at www.liemdr.com or follow our podcast, Good Enough with the Trauma Therapist. I want to remind you guys, you are good enough.
Thank you for listening to Good Enough with the Trauma Therapist. We appreciate you listening. While our host may provide some personal and professional advice, we want to remind you that this show is for entertainment purposes only. Each individual situation is unique and Good Enough is not a substitute for mental health treatment. If you need a therapist and are located in New York or Missouri, feel free to reach out to us at liendr.com or brave-mo.com.